0: Inner Voice, a heartfelt chat with Dr. Fujan. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Inner Voice Show, a heartfelt chat with me, Dr. Fujan, podcast. It's so great to be with you. I'm Fujan Zain. I'm a psychotherapist, author, and the originator of the Awareness Integration Theory. Our conversation is about what matters most in our life our minds, our thoughts, feelings, actions, relationships, our fulfillments, and this beautiful journey of life. Couple of announcements for all the psychotherapists, mental health practitioners, um, and um, and coaches that the essential uh, essentials aw- for awareness integration therapy and theory is coming up um, in June twenty fourth to twenty sixth. So um, for all of you, I want you to know that the early bird special is coming up on June tenth, which is about hundred dollars less then if you uh, wanna get the course um, at a later date, I'd love to have all of you to um, explain and share with you all the principles, all the, the, of the theory of awareness integration theory and the six phases of intervention with all of you. So um, check with me and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can go to awarenessintegrationinstitute at gmail.com or fujanzane at uh, gmail.com, any of those. And um, uh, if you have any other questions about them, I'd love to be able to share with you um, uh, what uh, what it is about and um, to to let you have be in, in the course with me. So uh, let me know if you're interested, all right? Now today, I chat with Lauren Fonville. She is an accredited emotional freedom technique, EFT practitioner, and energy mind shift coach. She's also an RYT200 trauma-informed yoga teacher and a certified Reiki practitioner. Her focus is to help her clients tap into their self-healing power and break through obstacles Physical, mental, emotional, so that they can live a happier and a healthier life. Um, we talk about um, EFT, um, emotional freedom. You know, she shares with you some of the tapping uh, meridian points, of how it works, how she incorporates the um, different types of energy modality together, including Reiki. So. I love the conversation and I'm sure you'll uh, gain a lot from it. Subscribe to my podcast and YouTube channel, Fujan Zane or the podcast, um, anywhere that you uh, listen to the podcast, connect with me through my website, fujanzane.com or any of the social medias. I love to hear from you and uh, without further delay, here we go. Here we are with Lauren Fonwell, um, an accredited emotional freedom technique practitioner and Reiki master. So, um, good morning. Yes, thank you for
1: having me. I'm excited to be here with you today.
0: Yes, I love the statue, by the way, behind you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Beautiful statue. Um, So, tell us a little bit about you and what got you interested in the world of, um, let's say energy therapies, uh, yeah. whether it was the Reiki or, um, or EFT emotional freedom technique.
1: Yeah. My journey really started with my own struggle with anxiety and stress and being an overwhelmed mom. Uh, my husband is in the military and Several years ago, we got word that he was going to have to deploy. And my anxiety really just kind of shot off. And I was having um, panic attacks and feeling really overwhelmed. Um, And so I was looking for some holistic ways of feeling better. And that started with, with going to yoga and becoming a yoga instructor myself. And being in the yoga studio, I was around a lot of people that were interested in energy work. And that's where I learned about Reiki and started studying Reiki, sound healing, meditation. And and then eventually I I learned and was introduced to EFT. And I thought it was super weird, (laughs) but it made a real difference for me. And as I continued to practice these modalities and notice the difference in my own life, I really felt compelled to start sharing them with other people. And so I went on to get certified in EFT so I could do just that.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, I got, um, I'm a master in Reiki also. Um, So what I did was I I trained with Callahan, which made the top field therapy, which was like you said, it was really odd. And it was at the beginning of, oh, we could just tap on the meridian and and have uh, actual experience. And I remember I had a lot of, um, I was smoking cigarette for a long time and I was trying to quit. So a lot of the cravings would come up and uh, there were an algorithm about how to do with a craving and it really worked with anxiety, with cravings and a lot of those things. But I know that Callahan Techniques, because they had a certain algorithm that uh, later, um, I think uh, Dr. Craig changed that into uh, a little bit more of a free floating uh, concept and not a set specific type of algorithms that, that could be used in tapping. But before we get to those, can you explain a little bit about uh, how um, emotional freedom technique works? Because it's uh, it also works with the meridian.
1: So that's part of how you choose to tap, right? Right. Yes, exactly. So yeah, for those people that are not familiar with what it is, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. People also refer to it as tapping. And it's this process of gently tapping on certain points of the body while simultaneously acknowledging the emotions that you're that you're feeling. And it is a way to, to help move energy um, so that you feel calmer in, in your body. And I know that when I was first told that this idea of tapping on myself could help me with anxiety, I thought that that just sounded ridiculous um uh, but then I went on to experience it myself which I think is the best way so if you're someone who's feeling um, you know skeptical of of this work that's okay I was very skeptical too and it still worked it's not something you know you have to believe in for it to work but you just need to give it a try um, and so you tap on these points while acknowledging the emotion that you're feeling uh, which I think is different than than what what some other modalities would do. You know, it's like okay, if you recognize that you're feeling really angry, let's say, um, saying "I'm I'm so angry" and tapping on the points. Some people would be like, "Well, wouldn't that just make you more angry because you're because <laughs> you're acknowledging that anger?" Um, but what it does what it does do is that it lets you it lets you feel that anger, it lets you experience it so that you can move through it, as opposed to okay, saying "I acknowledge this anger, but now I'm going to say a positive affirmation and say I'm so." Happy. Happy, right. But like if you if you do that, it's not really allowing yourself to to have what you're having, so to speak. And this is this is like this is the work that it does. It allows you to experience the emotion so that you can move through it as opposed to suppress the emotion, which I think is more of the norm of what most people do. You know, we've uh, we've been taught to we don't like to feel angry, sad, frustrated, those intense emotions. So we push it down and we distract ourselves. And while that can work in the short term, it doesn't work for the long term. So this is a practice that helps you to hold space for however you're feeling so that you can move through it in a health, healthy way and uh, move towards those better feelings authentically, right? Like so slowly moving in that right direction.
0: Well, I mean, I think that a lot of people have experienced acupuncture, or acupressure where mm-hmm. uh, that has been. Of shifting the energy of the meridians and the body in order to bring somebody from an ailment into uh, a little bit more of a balanced uh, concept and a lot of releasing the blockages that are there and mm-hmm. um, these the, um, techniques from you know TFD, afd all of the tapping techniques also showed up from the same element and the same concept that if you're tapping into uh, the path of the meridian, it actually works as releasing and then the releasing the blockages, which are getting created even from your emotional um, uh, kind of stagnation, let's say, or an emotional charge that suddenly shows up and an extreme uh, emotion changes the elements of your body where you are um, in not not in balance anymore, let's say. And it seems- right tapping allows you to come back in some sort of a balance in your body now yeah. are, are there a specific um, for example um, tapping points for different types of emotions or is it more of like I, I one of the things that I had learned from um, the eastern uh, concepts and the EFT was that you know some of the meridians endings are all your fingers and the tap so and then there was another one that I would do with the like the um, uh, eyebrows on the other sides and different parts of the body. Um, Mm -hmm. Are there particular uh, areas that you tap on because of particular emotions? Or is there like a free format and a flow to this?
1: Yeah. So it's really just following the protocol of, of tapping on all of the points, regardless of what of what the emotion is. Um, and I think that's that's part of the simple, the simplicity of it is that once you learn the points, you can just do some tapping and breathing. And I love that you mentioned the, the finger points because those are some of, my, some of my favorites. And I often tell people that when we are when you're out in public, if you're not someone who wants to be, you know, tapping on the top of your head in the middle of Walmart when you're waiting online and getting frustrated or something like that, it's very easy and indescribable. To discreet to just squeeze these points at the at the tips of the fingers, and it's a great thing for kids too. Like if they're nervous before a test, to just tell them to take some deep breaths and squeeze these points. And I think one of the one of the wonderful things about this is that. Um, Some of the work that Dr. Petus-Tapleton has done has shown that tapping on these points reduces the amount of cortisol pumping through the body. And, uh, you know, cortisol is the stress hormone. So by just simply tapping and breathing, if you can reduce the amount of cortisol in your body, you're going to begin to feel calmer. When you feel calmer, you can think more clearly and and feel like you're in better control. So it's some powerful stuff.
0: Yes. um... And I think that part of the uh, criticism that I had heard throughout these uh, years around this is, you know, is this a psychotherapy? Is a form of a therapy? Is it not? Um, Is it sustainable? Is it not? And I know that most of the um, psychological associations have not necessarily accepted it uh, as a psychological based uh, theories and it's more uh, um, has gone through the energy therapy uh, um, kind of associations and And that category. So the categories are a little bit different. Although it works with emotions, but it's not necessarily uh, known as a psychological theory. One of the conversations that I had heard a lot is: Is it sustainable if you do this? Is it does it stay? My experience when I've done it with myself, or have heard clients do it, and you know I've worked with them, is that it is it is a temporary release um, that. Uh, which is still beautiful and wonderful the same way that You know, when we, when you talk about exercise, you talk about anything else, you don't talk about, okay, I eat once and I'm going to be full for the rest of my life. It is fulfilling the satisfaction at that moment. You're exercising and as long as you're exercising, obviously you have the muscle tone and you have all of it. And when you stop exercising, your body's going to be different. My answer has been, of course, even if it is temporary at that moment that is releasing and shifting something for you, beautiful. Beautiful awesome. And when you have the technique with you, you can always have it. So um, what are your thoughts about this conversation?
1: Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I do think, you know, there's lots of, there's lots of different contributing factors to why we feel a certain way and lots of different events that can be, you know, contributing to the, the feelings that we're that we're feeling but life life goes on and so other things can happen that can trip that can trigger those same feelings and so Yes, I think you know you it can help you in the moment. I think it can it, I think it can do a really good job of releasing some some stuck some stuck energy that has or or things that have been repressed for a really long time. But that's not to say that something that won't happen in the future that's going to you know bring that back up for you. But I think having the tool to be able to utilize in the moment to better handle that is, is the, the beautiful part of, of tapping. Mm-hmm.
0: And do you also um, bring Reiki into the tapping, or is it more like you utilize Reiki in a different... So if you could also explain Reiki for people who might not necessarily know what Reiki is, so then... See if they can come together or not
1: yeah so Reiki is a form of Japanese energy healing sometimes it's referred to as laying of the of the hands and typically would be you know performed as someone would be laying fully clothed on a massage table and some and the Reiki practitioner would either have their hands uh, just hovering above the person or or gently touching them and the idea there is that the practitioner is channeling energy and the energy is moving through the practitioner are going to the client um, to help them move their energy so that it's not, so that it doesn't stay stuck, you know, just a, another modality of, of moving energy. So when I work with clients, it's really a combination of things that I do, and it's totally dependent upon the person and what they've got going on, what they're most comfortable with, what their body is responding to best. Um, but I we'll sometimes, you know, start a session utilizing tapping, we'll do we'll do a little bit of Reiki and maybe finishing it up with some meditation. So um, I, I personally feel like all of these different modalities complement each other well, because the ultimate goal is to move the energy so that you feel at home in your body, so that you feel at peace in your body. Because I think it's become all too common to live in this state of of stress and overwhelm and anxiety and sometimes people don't even realize that that's how they're how they're feeling constantly until you have that moment of letting it go and you feel more relaxed and it's kind of like a light bulb go, goes on that wow i didn't even know that i was carrying all of that so it's really just you know my work is really about helping people to feel at home in their body, coming home to themselves is what I like to call it.
0: And um, as you um, create this space of coming home to their body, um, what is your experience when there is a pain in the body or there's a lot of, um, uh, to to me, when I, let me say it in, in another way, I've watched people when they're in their, for example, sadness or grief or shame, um, it's another way of sitting in your body versus when you are anxious and angry. Those two um, are such a, a, um, a volatile, kind of energetic type of a uh, sense with the body. It's like in, it, it, its it's hard to sit with your body when you're very anxious or very angry, where it's easier to go into this deep, kind of like, Um, you know, sad, well, which is in your gut and you're kind of like going inside your body, although it's painful, but it's inside your body. What is your experience between these types of emotions as you've worked, um, whether you've done it with the EFT or Reiki as people are settling in in their body?
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, when we're talking about these emotions and, and feeling them so deeply, a lot of the time there is a physical component to that, whether we're talking about anxiety and stress, or we're talking about, you know, sadness, there, there are a lot of these emotional components to physical pain. And sometimes sometimes it's easier to start there is what I found. So asking people, what they're noticing physically in their in their body and sometimes tapping on the physical on the physical sensation. And that can often lead in a variety of different directions from some people get visualizations of what that pain looks like. And we can talk about that and tap about that and see where it goes. I think that's part of why I love this work so much is that no no two sessions are ever are ever the same and And it's, it's all based on where you are in the moment and, and how you are feeling. Um, And, and I think, you know, tapping into (laughs) a little pun there, the, the physical, the physical sensations that are associated with these emotions can be really powerful because I think for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's commonplace to think, okay, when I'm anxious or when I'm stressed, I feel that in my neck and my shoulders. That's a real common one. You know, I feel, it feels real tight up there. Whereas people don't necessarily make that same correlation with feeling, feeling sadness. Um, and, and there is, there's often that, that emotional and physical connection. And when we acknowledge that and really explore that, it can often create this newfound awareness, which then leads to this lighter feeling and and being able to release it.
0: Mm -hmm. And do you usually use um, the EFT uh, for the releasing purposes or is there any um, or you use utilize it for other purposes? um, Yeah, you do.
1: Uh, it, it's a little bit of both. I think, um, I think tapping is such a wonderful modality for really allowing you to, to have what you're having to really feel the feelings because so often we don't want to feel the feelings because sometimes it's scary to really, invite in (laughs) the sadness right to really sit with that sadness because it's uncomfortable um and so tapping is a way that makes that a little bit easier for people I think because you're of the physical sensation of actually tapping on yourself and um and, and then talking through it can make it make it a little bit a little bit easier for people to to move through as opposed to um you know, just talking about it or uh, trying to release it through a meditation. I think, you know, the combination of the tapping and the talking is, is I've found working with clients can be, can be really, really helpful.
0: Um, so you talked about at the beginning of our conversation about a specific kind of uh, tapping points that you <laughs> offer and you share with your clients to say, okay, they need to do all of that. Yes. Uh, can you share a little bit about tapping points uh, what is their purpose? what is uh, you, you know the, the path that the tapping points, takes.
1: Yeah, sure. So all of the points kind of, as you mentioned earlier, are the end points of the meridians, which help to, uh, you know, meridians are how the energy moves through the body. So tapping on those points helps to get that energy flowing again. So I'm a visual person. So I like to describe that to people kind of like how um, blood vessels, you know, blood moves through your blood vessels. Energy moves through your meridians. Now, while you can't see your meridians, you know, on a scan or anything like that, they they are there. So the first um, the first point is the side of the hand. Sometimes um, that is that is where we do what's called the, the setup statement. And the setup statement is something that is said three times uh, in a row. And so the typical the typical sentence would be something like, even though I'm feeling fill in the blank. I love and accept myself. And you could say that same that same thing three times. And then the next point is right on the top of the head, the crown of the head. And so if the sentence was, even though I'm feeling so angry, I love and accept myself, then when we come to the top of the head, we would say, I'm so angry. And so we're just going to hold space and acknowledge that emotion. The next point would be the start of the eyebrows. So I, you don't have to tap both sides at the same time. I like to, and most of my clients will say they feel uneven if, they, if they're only tapping on one side. And then we go to the side of the eyes on both sides. And then we go underneath the eyes. And then the next point is underneath the nose. And so for underneath the nose, Uh, I tend to like to use my index finger and middle finger, but some people prefer to kind of do this sideways, taking the index finger and going sideways, almost like you're having a little mustache here. (laughs) Uh, But it's totally up to the person, you know, what feels most comfortable. The next point is the chin point. So really the crease of the chin. And then the next point is the, Collarbones are right underneath the collarbone on both sides, the fleshy part. And then the next one is underneath the arm. So for women, it's the center of the bra strap on the side of the body. For men, it's about two inches from the armpit. And you can do one side and then you can do the other side or you could hug yourself and do both at the same time, whatever feels best. And then I also like to include the gamut point, which is this point between the pinky and the ring finger on the back of the hand. And that's it. Those are the main points of the protocol, but just like how you were mentioning earlier with acupuncture, right? So some of these points that we just tapped on are very similar to the points or or are the same points that an acupuncturist would be putting the needles in at. Um, And so we do have these points all over our bodies. Um, but those are the main ones that we use for the, for the tapping protocol. But then I do like to always add in the, the fingertip points because I find them helpful, whether you're tapping on the side of the finger or just squeezing the, squeezing the, the bed of the nail on each, on each finger. And that's another thing. Like some of my clients I've worked with, uh, quite a few patients who have, uh, or clients who have, um, fibromyalgia. And if you have fibromyalgia, you know, you, you can be very sensitive. And so I have had clients that don't, there are days where they don't feel comfortable tapping. The tapping is bothersome. So instead of tapping, they just apply light pressure to each point and hold the points and it can be just as effective. Um, so that's always another option if you're someone who doesn't like a point for a particular reason or just doesn't like the, the sensation of the tapping.
0: I've also experienced sometimes when I'm really tired um, and I need to be able to focus or um, I'm you know, beginning a show and I'm kind of like not centered, um, that these type of the tapping uh, going through the whole uh, gamut, it really helps. It brings me clarity, it uh, centers me. It kind of like brings me into to kind of being sharp in the present moment and uh like my whole body and um at a cellular level kind of starts vibrating it's like mm. i'm alive i'm here i'm present and uh it really, really supports um, it, it supports you becoming uh, present. And I think part of it also when there's a lot of extreme emotions where it takes us away from being present in a sense, and it just takes us into some, you know uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> our brain is going to. Um, I found that it really brings us back into a centeredness and just kind of, like you said, it brings us to our body, but in a more uh, balanced way. Versus bringing us in, into a body that is going wacko. At
1: that yeah, <laughs> I I totally agree with that. It's a very it's a very grounding, calming process. Um, I've also found it to be very helpful to do before meditating. I have a lot of people tell me that it's that they can't meditate, that they have too many thoughts. You know, the monkey mind is too much. And I've found that uh, walking people through a, t- a A tapping exercise and then going into a meditation helps to kind of clear the cobwebs and and let go of some of all of those thoughts that are going back and forth in the mind so that you can create the space to really sink into a meditation more easily.
0: Beautiful. Everyone uh, go to mindshiftwithlauren.com mindshiftwithlauren.com to, um, check Lauren out, Lauren Pondwheel. Um, in a minute or so, is there anything we haven't touched upon that you really want everybody to know?
1: I would just say that truly all of the answers are within and the answers are there. You can access them. And sometimes we need a little help doing that. And, and tapping is a beautiful tool that, that can help with, with that.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being with us and sharing um, you know, your skills and your gifts to the world. Everyone go to mindshift with lauren.com to see what she does for all of you. So thank you for being with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And for all of you who are out there, create an amazing world for yourself and everyone around you. And until next week. Bye- bye.